It's a new day. Yes, it is. upon a time there was a little podcast that lived in the woods it shared its house with four lovely hosts but one day the big bad government told the podcast that it wasn't allowed to go out anymore and all of the hosts left because we all had other things to do but we're back we are really sorry but we didn't have anything going on this sunday so we decided we were going to record another podcast we are ready player two and at some point, we are going to reach episode 100. But right now, we're on episode 98. Today, I am Rich, and I have with me, Lee. Hi. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh trying something new. We also have Chris Goldman, apparently. Yeah. We also have Elle. Hello. <laughs> and Ross. Hello. We are four strong. I am feeling extremely rusty. I, you might tell from that intro that I have no idea how to do a podcast anymore. So this is going to be an absolute freak show from the beginning to the end. Uh, but we're going to do our absolute best to slog through it. I would imagine that we've probably got a million games to talk about, or possibly one, if you're me. <laughs> have I we got a million games? You, you played loads of stuff. stuff. That's really good. Elle, have you yeah. played loads of stuff? I have many things to talk about. Are they games? Yes. Good. <laughs> Lee, have you got things to talk about? All the things. Do you have games to talk about? Yes. How many of them were released in the last decade? <laughs> um, Brilliant. Ross. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't... Well, we've, So we've spoken a little bit recently, but we've not spoken um, loads and loads and loads. The podcast, uh, the podcast thing, the, the whole Ready Player Two thing, has not been treated well by the pandemic. We have all... I was... Which is so weird because for a group of people who almost entirely get together online through Zoom calls, <laughs> when the entire world started doing Zoom calls, we stopped. <laughs> and it's all our bandwidth. Everyone else was doing it, man. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't cool, cool anymore. anymore. Yeah. It wasn't cool anymore, <laughs> was it? That was it. Well, everybody else is doing Not this. Because let's face it, business meetings are just podcasts that nobody wants to listen to, which exactly. is actually very similar to this one. <laughs> Bruce. There's still two or three people out there that are subscribed. Yeah, but they're all me. <laughs> and me, to be fair. <laughs> Nobody knows what to expect from us anymore or when to expect it. Least of yeah. all us. That's good, though. Yeah, it's good. We keep keeping everybody on the hop, people right? On the yeah. yeah, we're like a gorilla podcast. They never know where we're going to pop up. <laughs> expect the unexpected. <laughs> so we've probably got a million things that we need to talk about. But we're going to need to start somewhere. So the first thing that I am going to ask is, are you all okay? How are we feeling? I nearly died. Okay. We're going to start on a lighter note. If it lighter. <laughs> I thought you'd want to go up from Well, there. No, I'm worried. I feel like I need to slot you somewhere in the middle now, Do you which I would imagine is that? where you exist. Uh, go on. Uh, Lee, explain the why. Why? I, I caught the COVID. You did catch the COVID. It is dangerous. I, for the actually, elderly. I haven't caught the COVID. People in my house have had the COVID. No. You've, no, you've not had it either. No. Ross, how about you? I'm clean. Brilliant. Just you, Lee. Well done. I am the filthy one. <laughs> I mean, we have described you as that before. Yeah, we've known about it for a while. <laughs> oh how, are you, how are you feeling? How was it? 
he had it pretty bad, didn't he? Yeah, really, really bad. Nearly died, nearly died. It was, um, yeah. I was convinced I'd, my number was up for certain parts of it. Yeah, it was rough and uh, not very kind. But yeah, it's, um, I'm, I'm feeling all right. It's, it's, um, it's taken a while for me to get over it. I'm, I've definitely got some symptoms still. But uh, I, I'm not sure what to put down to because I keep thinking, that, have I got this brain fog or am I just getting old? Uh, getting is the word that probably didn't getting, belong in that all sentence. All right, so getting more old. <laughs> <be> more old. <laughs> so you can't, you, you, you genuinely have no idea whether you're, whether you're just feeling bad now because you had COVID or whether you're just feeling no, bad now because you feel bad now. It's COVID, definitely. It's, it drains the hell out. It sucks. It sounds like you had enough COVID for all of us. Yeah, it does. I had all of it, yeah. You had all of our COVID. Yeah, you basically took it on for all of us. Yeah, yeah. That was weapons-grade COVID. Weapons-grade COVID. I, I did, there's, there's certain people that I know that um, I really, really don't like. And I did, I laid there on my bed, like, really suffering. And I thought, have I got enough energy to get up in the middle of the night go around their house and cough on their car door. <laughs> but then I thought, no, you could probably get arrested for that. You can get arrested for that. <laughs> yes. And I hope you would get arrested for that. I was delirious. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's still premeditated. If you have to get an Uber, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that counts as premeditation. You cock your Uber. No, that's not. You don't know what a new room is. Oh no, no, it's a taxi, isn't it? We're not allowed to talk about oh penis jokes on this God. podcast. It's just this. I don't do that anymore. Um, all right, so Lee had all the COVID. I've had none of the COVID. I've had two kids in my house, both with COVID. I've been sitting on the sofa. I've been watching films with them. I've been. We, we've not been isolating them. We've been eating dinners with them. The whole nine yards. As a family, we've we've not been going out when one of the kids has got COVID, even yeah. though you're told that you're allowed to. But obviously, that's a stupid thing to be told to be allowed to do. So we didn't mm-hmm. do it. Um, didn't catch it either time. They didn't have it at the same time. One of them had it, and then another one had it. And then yeah. different times and didn't catch it either time. Don't know what's going on. Absolutely bizarre. Oh, but... Must be immune. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> no, in my health, I don't think I am. <laughs> Just a, must have been really, really lucky. How about Ross? How rocked are you up doing? and gone, oh, I don't fancy it, mate. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Something rocks oh, into my body and goes, ooh, ooh that fuzzy these things. <laughs> if I'm being honest, have you got anywhere nicer? Uh, I've been good. I've not had the COVID. I've been looking after my wife who's broken various parts of her body mainly in the leg um but yeah i've started the new job another new job i go through jobs on this podcast another new I, job i now work in a pet shop yeah oh, nice. yeah i'm a, a deputy store manager of a pet shop so you're it's an expert on animals now literally play with puppies all day it's great oh my god wait what they have puppies in pet shops well we, the ones that come into the shop yeah I was going to say, they have puppies in pet shops. No, they're not allowed to do that. But you get to play with like gerbils, they're fun, and snakes and lizards and dragon, bearded dragons, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Dragons are so Big cool. Dragons are great, yeah. This one looks like cuddles. So that's pretty cool. But yes, I'm good. I'm good. Plodding along. Excellent. Do you ever put them on the floor, like laminate floor, and just watch them like. Yeah. Skid <laughs> furiously. <laughs> well, no, because it's uh, laminate floor or smooth floor doesn't have a lot of uh, oh, grip. Grab, yeah. Grip. So they kind of like grab grip. Oh, that's scientific term. They skitter uh, without really going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, like like wheel spinning is great. Yeah, basically. You two two have got a long history of racing gerbils, haven't you? 
Are they German? <laughs> she was, Puget Dragons and Lizards, Rich. Oh, is that what you were talking about? Yes. Okay, right, oh, my that's, God. That makes sense. So what would win out of a bearded dragon and a gerbil? In a race. Or a, a fight. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, the gerbil. <laughs> 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 I'm I'm I only realised at the end else. of that sentence that one of them would be a snack. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 good point. All right, Elle, how have you been? Yeah, I discovered that I'm playing life on hard mode. So oh. I've gotten gotten my uh, chronic illness card. Great. Fun times. Good Not allowed to, to have one. caffeine anymore. So I can't blame that for any of the crazy <laughs> stuff that comes out of me. Uh, we so, never yeah. did, Elle. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> we never blamed the coffee. We never I mean, felt it like it was the coffee's fault. No, uh, added to it slowly. So yeah, my endocrine system is a little bit out of whack. So when I turned up and they were like, hey, how much caffeine do you drink? And I'm like, eight cups. They're like, oh, a week, fabulous. And I'm like, ha I guess again, it's day. Um, <laughs> That's before midday. <laughs> That's what I need to survive. And they're like, here's the reason why you're so tired. And I'm like, oh, fabulous. Could you potentially fix that? And they're like, no. <laughs> and you're Your what system? Them, uh, endocrine. So it's like all hormones and stuff. Something like Star Wars. I know, right? I feel like a creature. I don't <laughs> is know. That the, is that the system that the Death Star blew that planet up in? No, he's talking about Metachlorians. No, yeah. it sounds it sounds like you know when they when they like the planet in the endocrine system. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I had to be poorly, yeah. why not have a one with a cool name? Yeah, exactly. Um, as well, so, yeah. planet is. Yeah, I know, right? I'm just like, there's a whole, I don't know, it's going to be better than the last three films that they put out for the uh, Star Wars stuff yeah. going on inside, like yeah. a dramatic intergalactic, intergalactic <laughs> opera within my body. Um, Tatooine. So Lee's oh, been yeah. chronically ill, Elle's <sighs> been chronically ill, I am, as thanks to COVID, chronically overweight, and Ross is... I was going to say chronically bald, but he's always been like and that's that. That's always so been the case. Yeah. Just, Ross is just normal. Yeah, nothing's changed for me, to be honest. Literally nothing has changed. I started Have you gotten shorter? You've had, four, you've had four new jobs, so I suppose no. that counts. No, I'm still a giant, yeah. Good, good. <laughs> right, okay. We're all here. We're all talking about games now. This is what this is what we're supposed to know on the podcast, right? We can, we can catch up another time. Keep it to yourselves. Right. Who wants to talk about their game first? We've got a bunch of stuff we need to go through, and we want to we want to talk about the big thing, right? The big ticket item that's just happened, which is which. When by the time this podcast comes out, they'll have been bought by somebody else. But um, <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll slot that in like news, like Ross's Nintendo, but it's not about Nintendo. Oh my god, it's Microsoft <laughs> news. Um, but we're going to talk about game each first. Let's do a game each. Get that out of the way, and then we'll talk about that. Ross, would you like to talk yes. about one of the multiple games that you've been playing while we've not been podcasting? I would. My game of last year is called The Artful Escape. Has anyone played it? No. It's not What's a big, this? massive title. It's on every system. It's on Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, and everything. It is a side-scrolling. Um, it's really hard to explain what it is. Basically, you are a normal kid, normal kid who wants to play guitar, wants to join a band and play guitar. He goes to sleep one night, wakes up. He's just suddenly uh, a space superstar guitarist in like these space systems. And it's just side-scrolling these beautiful, absolutely beautiful backgrounds. And as you're running, you're playing guitar the entire time. You hold down buttons. And as you're hitting notes, things happen in the background around you. And it's, it's so beautiful. And the boss fights are just like, um, you have to hit certain button combinations to like match what the 
the boss is doing in like guitar battles or drum battles and stuff like that. It's just, it's really hard to put into words what it is, which is not great for a podcast, but it's one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. It was on the Game Pass, so I didn't pay anything for it, essentially. I finished it in one sitting. It's about two and a half, three hours long. It just absolutely blew me away to a point that no game has ever actually done since or before. Like it's, it's just incredible. I'm playing this tomorrow. This looks really weird. Yeah. This mm. 100% looks like some of this shit that L would find. Yeah, where, I where did you I was get playing this? it. And also, when you said this is your like game of last year or whatever, I thought that you spent most of last year playing it. But <laughs> no, when no, I was while you were talking afternoon. about that, and I was looking up the YouTube video, I'm like, how do you manage that? This doesn't look like it's that long. I've <laughs> got any balls in it. <laughs> it's got a guitar, exactly. It's holding exactly. a piece of wood. It's so good. The voice acting in it is incredible. It's got Carl Weathers, uh, Lena Headley, Mark Strong. Like, it's got a really good cast of solid It's um, got all actors. those people in it for this little yeah. side-scrolling. Yeah, it's mad. How did it's they a... swing that? I've no idea, to be honest. It's from a studio that I've never heard of, developed by Beethoven and Dinosaur. Never heard of those before. It's it's on Unreal 4, which makes probably why it looks so beautiful, but it's such just such a lovely game, and you should all play it. Everyone should play it. It's available on everything, so everyone can play it. You guys always bring me the very best in LSD trip games. <laughs> this is this is stuff fine. that I've is... never even heard of. What is this nonsense? Yeah. This is a side-scrolling guitar-playing game <laughs> in which you have to guitar battle bosses. Yeah. In a side-scrolling jump em up. This doesn't <laughs> yeah. make any sense. I know it's it's absolutely insane, and it's not a game that I would like be drawn to. Like it's just something that. I thought, well, it's, it's in this week. It's well, and the recently added part game pass. I thought, yeah, I'll download it, give it a go. I'll do that to most games and turn them off after two, two, two or three seconds. But this one just grabbed me instantly, and that was it. My afternoon was gone to the point where oh, I had to put it on pause, escape. go and pick Molly up from school, come back, carry on playing it until I finished it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Do you know what this reminds me of? Um, God, what was that one I played? Far loan sales, hmm. like artistically, yeah. it kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, a complete curveball for me. Like it, it just blew me away mm. to the point where I'm like, I follow their Twitter. I do everything. Like I'm all over them now. I want them to release more games. But I've got to be honest. That's right, cool. I'm looking at this now. It looks like a complete head trip and something that I go, oh, that looks kind of funny and silly. I'll give that a go. But you're mm. talking about it like it's this transformative experience. <laughs> it's literally just a side scrolling jumper. It's it's like Mario and LSD basically, like old you school say Mario. Transformative experience. Um, the <laughs> The Steam review that uh, caught my eye for this is um, from Animated Druid, right. who says, uh, haven't taken acid, but now I think I get the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. basically. Yeah, it's really, really good. I think it should be, if it's not like on the Game Pass or whatever PlayStation's version is, it's going to be a couple of quid, basically on the like the Nintendo Store or... 15 plus whatever. Okay. Let's game. Okay. Do I have to play it? Is this a thing that we've got to do now? Have I got to play you this do. game? You've got Game Pass. Um, I don't probably. Do I? You've got Game Pass. <laughs> I don't remember. It'll be around I, got, I always buy Game Pass to play one game. Yeah. Play it for about an hour. And then three <laughs> months later, remember that I forgot to count it. I've been paying for it for three months. You know that um, Microsoft will give you your money back for the months that you don't use. Will they? Really? Yes. Yeah, they're really good at it. Hmm. You sure they'll even do that now they spent most of it? (laughs) (laughs) Could you spend that much money on? (laughs) (laughs) All right, okay. Lee, go for a game. What would you like to talk about? Um, I want to talk about... um, I've forgotten what it's called. 
Brilliant. I want to talk about Tea for God. Tea? Um, Where are these all coming from? What's (laughs) happening right now? (laughs) Tea for God uh, is um, a VR game. Okay. Still on the VR train. Yeah, but uh, I need to backtrack a little bit because I've got a little story to tell first. Okay. Uh, A friend of mine that I used to go to school with 40-something years ago um, moved to Australia and um, we still talk it, since COVID has happened I've been talking to him every week he's actually um, him and his brother who lives quite close to me were like my best mates and uh, um, we've been playing a lot of um, Project Cars 3 and Project Cars 2 and a set of course on stuff racing every week and having a good chat um, but he's been playing he got an oculus quest and has been playing in that and and, and i've can't be bothered i can't be bothered to put the headset on because it's just too much hassle so i barely put on a vr headset in two years just can't be bothered to deal with it i've even got a wireless five and i just can't be bothered because it's just too much hassle to set the computer up and get it get the room clear and i feel like i've won at this point you're admitting that by the way well wait a minute (laughs) Uh, Hang on so, a minute. He's ramping yeah, up. <laughs> Give him a minute. He's getting a run up. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so for my birthday, he decided to send me um, a broken Oculus Quest. Um, Can I send you my old broken shit as well? Yeah, send me all of your recycling. Um, so um, I... Uh, what the hell is that, Hill? <laughs> oh, sorry. It's my cat. Interrupted by a cat. He's um, uh, enamoured at the moment. <laughs> um so yeah he uh he's he's got an oculus quest one with two broken controllers and uh and i cockily said yeah i could fix that no problem <laughs> at all so he sent it all the way from australia for me um and it cost him quite a few something like 70 dollars to send over and then when i when it arrived here it stayed in customs for a while till they decided that they were going to charge me the full um 20 percent uh of the full value of it in, uh, import duties so i ended up paying uh, 80 90 quid uh, to, to actually get it here and then found that the controllers wouldn't work and i couldn't fix them um so i thought i would kind of sold the uh, the idea of a quest to the rest of the family and uh a, a, a quite a long story a little bit shorter i bought a uh, quest 2 right so the first question I'm going to ask right now, <laughs> did you work out a way of logging into it without using a Facebook account or did you just accept your fate and use a Facebook account to log in? <gasps> oh, Lee. I sold my soul to the mucky Zuck. Um, I, yeah, I, I know. I Back when all that kicked off, um, I, I think I deleted my Facebook account over that. Mm. I was yeah. really upset about that, and and I still am. I still I'm still really pissed off that he's um, he's even trying to bury the Oculus name now, and um, yeah, it's awful. Uh, calling it Meta, um, it's it's nasty. It's it stinks, and it's I, gross. And it, yeah, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Um, anyway, I'm in. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm there. <laughs> I've got one now, and uh, and the first thing I installed was Beat Saber. Oh, good choice. Uh, and the uh, second, third, and fourth things I installed were Half-Life, Doom 3, and Return to Castle, Castle Wolfenstein. Um, uh, so 
I've not really progressed onto the new stuff yet. I haven't played any of the um, Oculus exclusive stuffs, but there's a, there's a thing called side quest um, where you can load in uh, stuff that's not been vetted by um, yeah. Oculus, which is just really, really good. Um, there's a lot of great stuff on there, but uh, T for God is now kind of moved on a little bit from that. I think they're in um, something like this. There's a thing called the lab on Oculus where you can get stuff that's um, also not quite fully fledged, uh, a fully fledged title yet. But um, uh, yeah, T for God is kind of um, impressive in a lot of ways. There's, there's some jankiness about it still, but um, it uses uh, the best locomotion there is uh, in VR, which is your feet. Um, there's no smooth turning or thumbstick moving um, locomotion you just it sets you up in a, a three by three grid so if you've got a, a room that's three meters by three meters at least you're you're set to go and you are walking endlessly uh, in the, in this small space in really tight confines um and, and it feels really claustrophobic um and the whole story behind it is uh, your your character is someone that's uh, been wronged by the emperor god um and he wants to it starts off off with um if you've heard this message then uh, i'll have succeeded i'll have killed a god or something like that um and very well voice acted as well um and it, it's a kind of an oppressive feeling game in in the story and in the environment because the the corridors that you're walking down literally shoulder width and they tighten turning um and you there's there's occasions because it's a, like a procedurally generated uh, environment um there's occasions when you're walking around in spirals um for quite a while and peering around the corner with your hand held around the corner in case one of these big red robots uh, scuttles around the corner and and sometimes like two or three of them will come around the corner and they're all like jostling for position and you feel like you're really really um locked in there with them and it's um it, yeah it's quite a good game i'm quite impressed so i've just i've just been looking at this while you've been talking about it and so you mentioned the fact that you use this the local the locomotion is you walking around which is not abnormal for vr games but while i've just been looking at the video i've really i've just understood what you meant so you've obviously only got a certain amount of play space like a two meter by two meter play space or something when you're in vr yeah and um, and in most games because obviously the world that you're walking around in is way bigger than two meters by two meters you're going to have to use like a thumbstick or a, or a teleport or something to get to those extra places but in this game by the looks of things, because it's a corridor crawler, you, you you walk forwards a bit and then you've got a turn and there might be a, an enemy or something behind that turn corner and you turn that corner and do something with that enemy and then you walk down that little bit of corridor, then there's another turn, so you turn and walk down that. So it's procedurally moving the world around you it's... and is aware of your available play space, so is generating this world so that it feels like you're walking for miles and miles and miles, but actually all you're doing is being conned into taking small sharp turns around your own play space right exactly they call it impossible spaces and it's like an escher um, painting where you'll you'll be in a room and you've got two doors next to each other and uh say the left door will have a corridor that immediately turns to the right and the right door right next to it will have a corridor that will immediately turn to the left and you can put your head around and look through and and it, it 
it doesn't feel right in your head when you can see that I mean, that space shouldn't be there on each of them. But yeah, it's it's really well done. Really, really. really so I'm not going to lie. From the video of this, this this feels to me like oh, so many other VR games, so many other great and amazing VR games, where they it's got one little, it's got one like hook, one special thing about it. Hmm. And almost everything else is janky as hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rest of it is. Um, I haven't got deep enough into it to find out how good the gun mechanics are because, um, I've, you know, you get the starter guns aren't very good. Um, but there's a, I've, I've watched a video of someone else playing it just so I could get a better feel of the, the game as it goes further on. And the there's like um, uh, an RPG element to it. So you can, as you go through, you can find rooms that will give you upgrades to certain things so you can get better health and better, you know, you can un- unlock the map or you can uh, get better um damage on your weapons and and the guns that you pick up have different stats and different abilities and different ways of killing things um so yeah there's a there's a lot going on there and and i think there's more um for me to see but um i just i don't know the um i'm kind of sort of like giving it a sort of 75 percent ish score at the moment it's not blowing me away but it was enough for me to be playing on a standalone headset and think oh yeah this this could actually be quite good there are so many. One, this is one thing that I learned about having a VR headset. That I found that I so many innovative things in so many games came out of VR, like new things that people hadn't thought about before because they hadn't had to think about them before. Because it's a new medium and it's got it's got its own set of restrictions and issues and problems that people have to come up with innovative ways to deal with. And there's been loads of games that have this like one mechanic, this one thing. The rest of the game is, you know, okay, but they've got this one mechanic that they do so beautifully well. And unfortunately, a lot of them are going to get overlooked and they probably are getting overlooked. And ones like this, can you imagine a horror game in VR being procedurally generated uh, a, a corridor crawler with we're talking pucker graphics and like mysterious things to discover and, and stuff like that where you've got to put puzzles together and things using that mechanic that could be incredible mm. that'd be amazing you just need other people to see what's going on and hopefully use that use those mechanics to make bigger and better games because i do feel like at the moment and i might be wrong but so i've got i've got an oculus quest as well um and i think it's amazing it's such an incredible piece of technology and the fact that you don't have to have it tethered to a, a, a computer you don't have to have cameras or base stations or anything up on your wall you literally whack this thing on your face and off you pop since i've got it the kids have been using it in the kitchen they've been using it in their bedrooms they've been using it just literally anywhere they can find a free set space of floor they've just been whopping it on their head and off they go they have absolutely loved it it remembers the room that you're in so you set you set yourself a play space and you go into any room that you previously set up a play space in, put the headset on, and it, it kind of analyzes the telemetry of the room, and it goes, oh, you're in that room, and, and loads the play space that you set for that room. It's, it's so clever. It's just so easy to, to just get on and go. So you'd think that there would be even more innovative VR games coming out, and even more big AAA VR games coming out all the time. But there aren't. Everything seems to have slowed right down. Ever since Half-Life Alex came out, everything seems to have stopped. Mm. I think it's also quite a difficult platform for um, 
like new developers to get onto. I think. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a level of uh, time investment and skill investment required to develop these VR games. And then also, if we're talking about <laughs> Facebook, um, it's who wants to develop stuff for a platform that Facebook owns? Yeah, they're kind of walling in the garden a little bit. Yeah. I know what you mean. Um, yeah. We're going to... I, I, I think that some of the games that have, uh, so, so I, like I say, I didn't play for uh, around two years and I've started yeah. VR in 2015, I think it was. Yeah. So I, I got to see the, you know, that first part where stuff was coming along, like bang, 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 oh, this, this new thing that we're, we're going to see is coming along soon. It's coming along soon. And some of them appeared, some of them didn't appear. Yeah. But um, as we got closer, to when I stopped, it did feel like I felt it, things were slowing down. Uh, what Rich was saying then, but because I've had that break and I've come back to it now um, with fresh eyes, um, it feels like there's a there's quite a lot that I need to catch up on. Stuff like um, there's a Walking Dead game, um, is it Saints and Sinners, um, that it, everybody raves about. And there's there are some there's some kind of triple a light games there aren't any massive big hits but why I mean, they're not going to do it yet because the the um, the market's just not there yet they, they they've sold this christmas oculus have sold like a million headsets or something or they're, they're they've no, no that's, they? that could be well wrong sorry how much are they uh you can buy an oculus quest for 300 quid now yeah that's a lot more like I've always been not anti VR, but like it's not a thing for me. But that's a price that anyone can kind of get involved with. Mm. Yeah, hundred yeah, two hundred ninety nine pounds from Argos. And also, I think for I think we forget. I think once you've been in VR, you kind of forget the the wonderment of it mm. because at the end of the day. Who could have believed that we would be living in a world where you could put a headset on and go and visit the International Space Station? Mm. Or um, so I brought my Oculus home for Christmas uh, and I put my nan in it so that I could, uh, you know, get her onto uh, one of the beaches in Hawaii that she went to, um, like for like the holidays that she used to take with my granddad. Yeah. And Aww. it's phenomenal, the application of being able to give people that. It's, yeah. you know, astounding. I mean, even the really simple ones, I can't remember what it is, but there's um, there's an app on the Oculus where you can uh, basically put someone in uh, just a, a bunch of water. Not my favourite thing in the universe. Um, and you can, like, put you know, dolphins in there or sea turtles, a horrific experience for me. But for my nan, she had a great time. She was like, oh my goodness. It's almost like I could reach out and touch them. And seeing my nan's wonderment of it, I was like, you know what? This is actually really cool. Um, I think when you're using it all the time, because I love Beat Saber, I'm on it, you know, quite often. um, You, you know, it becomes so commonplace you forget how amazing it is. I feel my only 
interaction with VR is that one time that you're a gamer playing Beat Saber. How kind of how comfortable is this thing to work? I mean, ah, it's all I right. can answer that. <laughs> <laughs> so the Oculus Quest One that I was sent, yeah, um, feels like I've got my head in a vice after about five seconds. Right. Oh no, it's horrendous. It really, it absolutely hurts. There's no just just hurts, um, right. and the the strap that comes with the two yeah. is worse. Oh really? Yeah. Um, so I knew this going in because friends have got them and, and gave me advice. And there's a lot of third-party ones you can get, but I just I, I went out and bought the um, the official Elite strap. It's fantastic. Oh, really? Because yeah. I've I've got the standard because oh. I've just got the first Oculus, but I think it's because I've got so much hair. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm basically like Fishing, wearing a blanket. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Maybe that's why, because I'll I'll tie my hair up, and there's um, the way that it splits. It's got a triangular bracket at the back, right, so yeah. I just pop my ponytail through that bit, and it's great. But yeah, I think that definitely. relieves a lot of the pressure. So we sorry, need to Ross. Talk about, we'll talk about yeah, that after. Um, you need to change that. <laughs> what? Why? Like I'm I'm in there for like an hour, and I'm all right. I don't wow. know what. Oh, I'll change may- your mind. Don't worry. Maybe there's a better experience. There is. There's definitely a better experience. Okay. How how big of like, so the hard drive? I'm sure. I'm not sure. I've also got their prices right, but you can get an Oculus Quest two 128 gig for 299.99. You can yeah. get an Oculus Quest two 64 gig for 298.99. Yeah, that's. I think they're phasing those out now. They, right. When they released them initially, the. Um, the, the baseline one was the 64 gig, but you, you know, you'll fill that up in no time. Uh, and then they did, um, the, the top one was the um, 256 gig one. Yeah. And then they've added in 128. And I think that's going to be the base one. Yeah, forward. 256 is like 400 quid. But yeah, that's what I got. 300 quid's not a, a bad price. No, I, I'd say that's well worth it. And, I, and now, because I was not aware of how big games were going to be. I think the biggest game on there is uh, is a Call of Duty game, which you might be interested in, um, which is meant to be very good. Uh, But that's like 40 quid. uh, 40 gig. 40 gig. Um, So it's still not, you know, horrendous. And Beat Saber and things don't take up a lot of room at all. Yeah. That's quite nice because Xbox games now, I just installed uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, which I'm going to talk about in a bit. That's uh, like a 90 gig install, and then it had to have a 40 gig um, update to be able to make it up spuffed to Series X like graphics. It's taking up 130 gig on my hard drive. Yeah, that's How big like is your hard drive in your Xbox. Uh, one terabyte. Oh, okay. Yeah, but Baldur's still, Gate like... Three is the same. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so big. All right, L. What have you been doing? Is it as weird as Ross's weird guitar? Side scrolling game. The bar, no, huh? I don't on. think so. You don't. No. What? What? What is this? This is like Bizarro World. I know, right? <laughs> oh, tell me you didn't play an NBA game. No, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think I could handle it. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't playing Call of Duty and FIFA. <laughs> oh my god! If I ever do, please put me out of my misery. Um, no. So I've I've played a couple of like quite cutesy little games, and one of them's called Potion Craft. What are you um, doing? That help? Well, <laughs> you make potions. Do you? Uh, uh, shockingly. Um, 
Yeah, you've got like a little uh, a little potion shop. You sell potions. You make the potions in this like cool little pestle and mortar and a big witch's cauldron. Um, it's not it looks very cool. It's, it's it has such a nice art style. Um, and then in the basement, you have like some different like alchemical uh, tools that uh, you're supposed to make this. Um, go through the process of making the philosopher's stone i haven't done that yet but um it's nice it's very relaxing at least i find it very relaxing it's very methodical um you purchase different reagents so like different herbs or flowers or mushrooms and you can use those if you use the past the mortar um essentially you've got like a little trail outlined in the potion map uh, and if you crush it you get to go along the line complete the line uh put it in the cauldron swish the stick it's great great fun <laughs> real time alchemy game yeah basically uh it's, it's just so chill no stress just it does look like a very relaxing game to be honest yeah and it also the um the style of it's very like hand-drawn so, yeah it looks like a kind of medieval um like tapestry yeah yeah that kind of thing yeah um really simple not challenging just <laughs> just super chill just playing the cooking bit out of monster hunter yeah basically, <laughs> basically. apart from it's far less frustrating and you also see? i don't have that jingle in my head <laughs> from potion craft potion craft has no jingle more game people need to, to to do this with more games right so the 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 cooking bit from monster hunter people wanted that as its own game mm. potion craft right potion where's triple triad from final fantasy 8 i want that <laughs> final fantasy 8 had a card game that was better than the game that yeah. the card game was in i want that why is where, where does that <laughs> yeah. should exist somewhere so yeah i mean it's not super weird but it's very i feel like it's a very self-indulgent game um, for, you, for you, that's not weird. It's not weird at all. But um, also for you, I feel sometimes Elle's game selection seem to directly reflect her current mood. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? <laughs> do, do you see what I mean, right? And sometimes Elle will come onto the podcast wide-eyed and wild. <laughs> and you'll, you're like, well, I, I know what's about to happen. Yeah. She's going to play the game where you have to sellotape <laughs> chickens to the left and right side of your head and jump off a skyscraper or something like that. I love those games. But Elle's come in today quite chill. And 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 I think this game completely directly reflects it. You, more than any of us, I think, hunt small experiences yeah. for that moment in time to suit what you need right then. Does that sound yeah. about fair? Uh, and I think you definitely get different games for different reasons. Um, so things like Stardew Valley or resource gathering, those kind of monotonous, and I will say they are monotonous to a lot of people they are, um, repetitive tasks where you get to engage that part of your brain where you completely switch off. So I know for people who drive, if you go on a long journey that you've taken so many times, often you know, you won't even remember the journey. You'll no, just you just wake it. up and you're there already. Yeah, you regain consciousness at the end of that. Yeah. Uh, and this game is kind of like you can get into that really 
chill flow state. You're like, yeah. oh, you know, I can just do these different bits and pieces. Uh, and it's really, really relaxing. So for people who have been potentially stressed out by uh, the whole panini situation, um, great. It, it's pandemic. But the panini, some, oh, you on, lost on some, me completely. On then. some platforms, you aren't allowed to say pandemic. So people have taken to calling it the panini. panini. That sounds like a sex thing. No, it's a sandwich. <laughs> I know what a panini is. Oh what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> what is that what people are so Please, can we have that as the title? A panini uh, is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rich, it's a sandwich. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, Is this a game that would work well on a tablet? Yeah, I think so, too. It looks like it, yeah. I I don't know how you where, where do you guys find these games I don't understand how you do it I mean sometimes they just crop up it's like that un, uh, I don't know whether I mentioned it last time the unpacking game yeah. what that's, that's on the switch that's also a very chill game where you just like organize the stuff from someone's like house you just put it in places how it's so chill. Nothing that you would enjoy in real life at all. Everyone knows moving is stressful, but taking the little digital things out from the little moving boxes and shepherding them into a nice place. About about 20 years ago, the Simpsons made a joke <laughs> where Marge was trying to get Bart to 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 clean the garden. I think she was trying to get him to mow the lawn or something like that, and he wouldn't do it. And then later on in the episode, they have a VR headset. Oh, and my God. It's VR gardening. <laughs> and the kids are going nuts for it. And I feel like that might be where we are now. It's the gateway. Yeah. This is the, it's it's the like gateway. The house is a disaster area. The kids haven't been fed. The lawn is overgrown. But my lawn in my game is mm. looking brilliant. And yep. my potions are all crafted. <laughs> the kids are fed. And they're off on their space adventures. Everything's brilliant. I've been playing house flipper. I hate doing housework and <laughs> painting walls and shit like that, but it's so on the good. Xbox, I'll play it. <laughs> My God. Have you also been playing the power wash simulator? No, but I have downloaded the uh, car wash uh, manager one. Whatever it is. Car wash manager. manager one. So it's like satisfying. Gas station manager, I think it's called. Lee. You have to like, build up your gas Lee. station. Lee, help. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just leave me here. These oh are doing all of God. this, and you're just there, completely oblivious. What's help? <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't got the strength to help anymore. It's but the, the, ch- the problem the now is the problem now is you guys. You guys need to talk about more games as well. But, but you, you, you found all these weird and wacky games, and I'm always ever so slightly jealous. Not necessarily of the games that Elle speaks of, but the way <laughs> that she finds them. Um, and I, I just, I not, I don't experience any of this. But also, you guys have jumped through all these awesome, wicked, weird, and wonderful games. And I've played one. And at its oh, core, I kind of hate it. Can <laughs> you play back? I, I just, yeah. What, is it? What, what one have you been playing? New World. Right. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. So I think my memory is gone of the last podcast, if I'm being perfectly honest. My memory of the last podcast has is, is escaped me entirely, but I'm pretty sure that looking at the time that it was released, I must have spoken about New World. 
to some degree on the last podcast. Now you've put a million hours into it. How do you think? Now I have put, I think, well, let's find out how many hours have I put into this game according to Steam. Oh, 1,264 hours. <laughs> well, yeah, like, you know. Thumbs down. Bargain. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Value for money, a hundred percent. But at this point, it feels like an abusive relationship. Oh no! So whenever anybody says, "Why are you playing it?" I kind of go, "Well, <laughs> you know, yeah, it works hard for me. Comes home every night. I always know where it is. Yeah. Well, never cheated on me. <laughs> the problem. One of the biggest problems I have with this game right now is." For anybody who doesn't know what New World is, New World is an MMO that has been created by Amazon. It's the first game that Amazon, or the certainly first MMO that Amazon has released. It's one of their first games. They had a, a I think they had three major AAA titles in the pipeline. I'm pretty sure they cancelled two of them, and, and New World um, was the one that they stuck with. And and looking at the state of New World, I can only imagine what state the two that they dropped were in at the time that they decided that enough was enough. Um, I was really excited for New World, not specifically because I really wanted to play New World, but because a major game studio with a lot of money behind them was all of a sudden entering the MMO space. And the MMO space has been stale for so long. I love MMOs. I used to play them nonstop. It was pretty much the only type of game that I played. And uh, after WoW, it just went stale. Yeah, there have been some, but they're just not, they don't have the backing, they don't have the money, they don't have the... They don't you know, have the feel of the crack cocaine kind exactly, of addiction levels. Exactly. Yeah. It really needs to hit you in the dopamines. So I got New World, I got it on release. It was a horrible mistake. You should never buy an MMO on release. I know this because I have done it at least 10 times. Um, <laughs> and I keep going back and doing it again because there is a utter FOMO in this instance it's probably a good thing that I did because I would imagine in a couple of months this game won't exist anymore so at least I at least I got on it when I did um but it 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 is so different it is so unique it is it it doesn't play like an MMO it doesn't play like any MMO that I've ever played it's got this action combat in it that just is completely alien to the MMO space the majority of MMOs are you target something, that is the thing that you're attacking, and then you have a row of things that you're going to use as skills, and you push the button, and it, if you're close enough, it attacks the thing that you were targeting. And you have to target by clicking on that thing, or you need to like push tab or something on your keyboard, and they get you get a little reticule around the thing that you want to attack, and you attack it, and everything's good and fantastic and right in the world. This goes, do you know what? Actually, fuck all of that. What we're going to do instead is it's a third-person game over the shoulder, kind of like Tomb Raider-y type thing. And when you click, you swing your weapon. That is it. You click, you swing your weapon, or you shoot, or whatever it is. It is full action combat. There's no targeting. You hit things if they're in front of you. But people can parry you. People can block you with shields or their own weapon. So you end up with actual dynamic combat going on where people are properly swinging each other and dodging away and bringing up their shield and blocking and reposting. And it's so, at its core... The idea of it is so unique. And when the game first came out, it worked so well. And then they patched it and it got a bit worse. And then they patched it again to fix the thing that they fucked up in the first patch. And it got a bit worse. And now everybody's starting to think, hang on a minute, did the people who made this game just finish and leave? And they've <laughs> left Carl the janitor in charge of the patches. <laughs> And then it, they patched it again and they patched it again. And seemingly with every single patch, it's getting worse and worse. And then they say, no, we're going to fix this. 
and they fix it, but somehow manage to break something completely unrelated. There's a problem with the bow. No problem. We're going to adjust the code with the bow and make the bow work. All of a sudden, the hatchet doesn't work anymore. Why? Why? They, they dropped a patch at one point specifically to fix one problem with a hatchet. The hatchet didn't work properly. It was a bug. People were dealing ridiculous amounts of damage. So they dropped this like micro patch, a hot fix, just to fix that specifically. Nothing else. The patch notes contained nothing else. All of a sudden, an NPC that is required to complete a quest in a zone right at the end of the game is no longer there. Why? Why? Why is changing (laughs) this piece of code to do with a hatchet, changing this NPC that... completely uncontrolled these guys are total bloody wild cards doing all kinds of crazy things they have absolutely no control of their own code base it has been a wild ass ride on top of that the game is is losing players at a rate of knots and on a wow server that wouldn't be too much of a problem because a wow server is basically going to function whether you've got twenty thousand people on it or two thousand people on it as long as you can find yourself a group of five you're pretty much okay this game relies entirely on factions and companies controlling territories and you control these territories and you build them up and you put money into the territory and you upgrade them and those upgrades allow you to craft end game gear and make better swords and make better armor and all this kind of stuff but if the territory isn't protected properly it starts to downgrade and all of those high-end crafting stations go so there'll be lower tiers there'll be tier four or tier three or tier two and once they're those lower tiers you can't craft that high-end gear anymore so you've got to pick a different city that's got a better company that's protecting their town better. Unfortunately, when the service starts to die, there's no fucker left to protect those cities. So you end up with the poor handful of schmucks that held on into the last dying breath, completely unable to play any of the game's content because they can't craft things as basic as potions. It's absolutely, it's absolutely insane. This game is nuts. So then they're having to merge servers. They merge servers, but obviously on one server, one company owns a piece of territory, but there's the same piece of territory on the server they're merging into. So how do you handle that? How do you say, well, sorry, company yeah. A, like Guild A. Your house yours. isn't there anymore. You're not, you're not having that territory anymore because we <laughs> have arbitrarily decided that these other guys are going to have it instead. But yeah. don't worry, here's 50,000 gold compensation. <laughs> That's fine. Twenty thousand gold compensation. Bear in mind that some of these territories are earning a million gold a week. So to just have it taken off you, and there's fifty thousand, go buy yourself something pretty. It's, it is absolutely bonkers, and more people are shedding out of the game every single day. And now they're having to do more server merges. This is now going to be the second wave of server merges. So more people are going to lose territories and all this kind of stuff. There are still fundamental broken things with the game. This mechanism that that causes territories to get down downgraded is called invasions. Invasions are completely broken at the minute to the point where you can't actually properly invite people into them. People can't join. So we did one earlier today. Uh, you're supposed to have 50 people in an invasion. We could only get 45 in because to get the system that, that brings people into the invasion is just fundamentally broken. Uh, but they released a new weapon. <laughs> Another hatchet. Uh, no, it was a bullet. Now everybody hates it. Um, it's it, they're just they are out of touch with what the community not only what the community wants but they're out of touch with what the community needs they are fixing things that don't need fixing and introducing content that doesn't need to be introduced where you still have fundamental core problems that have existed since the game was released that they're not fixing there's another problem at the moment where they introduce these brand new dungeons these expand these expanded dungeons where 
you get to like climb like a ladder you get to it goes up in a sliding scale of difficulty and you get together your crack team of five people and you run these dungeons and you do the level one and then it gets harder and you do the level two and then it gets harder and then you keep going and pushing and pushing and pushing and it's like the, the real end game way of min maxing your gear and like we had one week of it and it ran and it kind of worked. It was pretty difficult. And everybody was thinking, well, this is a new challenge. Maybe I've got some time left in the game now. I'll stay around for a little bit longer. And then it comes around to week two and they go, oh, actually, we haven't got the next dungeon quite ready yet. So we're just going to leave it with this one for a little bit longer. So they left it with that one for a little bit longer. And everyone went, well, it's okay because we're getting the hang of this now and everything's fine. And then they went, brilliant. Patch. Boom. We're going to drop the next dungeon. You motherfuckers are excited. We know you want it. Have this dungeon. And they launched the dungeon into the game and it has absolutely no legendary items in it whatsoever because they're not dropping properly. And uh, if you put the dungeon any higher than level one, you get one shot by every single monster. So nobody is running the dungeon. Everybody has just stopped. And you'd think any Blizzard, anybody else, any other company would go, stop. Everybody fucking stop. Carl, put the mop down. We're coding now, right? <laughs> Everybody stop. This is what we're doing. We are fixing this problem because the end game content is busted. Nobody's doing it. Nobody can play it. Yeah, because yeah, I can imagine like people would be popping off on like forums and stuff. Popping and that off. is like the easiest place to find user feedback is to yep. just listen. Popping off. Nerds were everywhere. Going all over the shop. Popping off. Uh, so you'd think, bang, instant hot fix. We're going to fix this now because nobody, this is, this is, was going to be the lifeblood of our game we're venting players all over the place we need to fix this right now it's been four days of done nothing nothing at all and this i feel like this is and it's so frustrating because the game at its core is so good it's got such a good idea but there are things that they're just not doing they're just making mistake after mistake after mistake and the player base has dropped to a ridiculous all-time low right now a, a, an unfortunate amount of which, by the way, is also bots. Uh, and a few weeks ago, they were making an awful lot of noise about how they were putting all this effort into stopping bots. And all of a sudden, they've gone quiet. And those of us who actually play the game know that because it's because if they suddenly ban 10,000 bots, they've halved their player base. <laughs> it's sad. So it's this, it's this weird experience where it is, on one hand, so good and enjoyable, and you can see the intention behind it and how it could have been great. And on the other hand, you could see that something that was quite beautiful and intricately designed and complex was handed directly over to the Chuckle Brothers for operational. And, and they've just, to me, Spaffed to use it. the thing directly into the ground completely. And it's such a, it is a tragedy to watch. And February is going to be the, the death knell. I mean, if they manage to keep this game going, I will be shocked. And I'll be impressed, but I will be shocked because as servers die, as I said, the, the game becomes unplayable for the people remaining on that server. They have to do server merges. These people are notoriously slow as hell on anything, let alone server merges. Servers will die before they're quick enough to react to merge them into each other. A week makes all the difference in the world in a game like this. By the time they've managed to get their act together to do dynamic server merges, people are mostly going to be gone. February, you've got this whole slew of games that are coming in that people are going to want to play. No, You've got new MMOs coming out. So you've got Lost Ark that's coming out that a lot of yeah. people are getting quite excited about. You've got Elden Ring coming out at the back end of February. And a lot of the people, the, the kind of people that like these kind of punishing PvP games that are in like New World are going to be straight onto Elden Ring. I, I I'm, love it. And I want to keep playing it. And if I can, I will keep playing it. But I just don't know how much longer it's going to exist. Good start for Amazon Games then. Brilliant. Rip. 
Excellent, excellent start. This will be the third game that they killed, and two of them they didn't even release. Get Bezos in there; he'll fix yeah. it. <laughs> Get some Bezos in there. It, yeah, it's it's been a bizarre experience, and like I say, starting any new MMO is if you if you played any MMO at launch you know that there's going to be bugs, there's going to be problems, players are going to drop off, we're going to have to go through some shit, right? We, we know. We know that we're going into something that we are early adopting and we are accepting that we're going to have to grow as the game grows, and that's kind of fine. I have never, <laughs> I have never experienced anything like this game in a no MMO launch in my entire life. Not even Final Fantasy XIV, which shit the bed so badly that they unreleased their own game. <laughs> Not even Final Fantasy XIV was this bad. And at least they acknowledged it, you know? At some point yeah. in time, somebody from Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy XIV team went, Ooh, sorry about this. <laughs> Honestly, Pixies, Baxies, uh... we thought you wouldn't notice, but um, evidently this is a bag of shit. So beta, anybody for a beta again? <laughs> and they put it back into beta and they left it for however long they left it and then they re-released the game. And that's, they're coming up on needing to do that for this game, but I don't think it's, I don't think that they're going to pull it off. We will see what happens, but I've put 1,264 hours into it. So it can't be all bad, you know? I'm not going to be putting a negative review on Steam. No, one star. Well, that finds it, I find it really strange, right? How can you say that you spent nearly 1300 hours on a game and then thumbs down? I it's think so it, difficult to it do. It depends right? because the thing that kept you there for that long may no longer be the game that it is now when you review it. No, it was always like that. It was like sticking needles into your arm uh, the entire time. Then, yeah. Well, that's your fault then. Well, no, I don't think I it, it's you. their fault. It's definitely their fault. No, it's your fault that you did it for 1,300 hours. It is. That is partially my fault. And also, it's feedback to the business, because if it's like, that's one way that they may be like, oh, okay, maybe we are getting it wrong. Well, I think when they reboot the server and nobody logs onto it, they'll probably spot that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Also that. I could, honestly, I could list so many specific things that have happened that have just been so bizarre in the way that they've handled them. I'm not going to because it's just such a waste of time. To, I don't want to waste all of your time, but and it's going to feel like I'm being hyper negative about everything, which I really don't want to be. It is still a really enjoyable, really fun, challenging, grindy game, which are all qualities that I like. I don't want things to be too easy. I want to be able to to challenge challenge myself a little bit, which unfortunately during the entire level up process is entirely single player. We did not find an effective way of grouping together during the road from level one to level 60 at all. You will see each other every now and again. And that interaction essentially is a high five across a field as you're going on doing your own thing, because there is absolutely zero way of syncing up quests. You cannot make it so that you are on exactly the same quest line. And depending on where you start, depends on where you where you what quests you get and you have no choice over where you start it randomly selects something for you so i guess the only way you could do it is if you kept creating and deleting characters until you both started in the same starter area but it will only let you create two characters a day so if you're unlucky you won't be able to play until the next day that just such strange design choices and they've continuously made it harder since the game was launched as well so this incredibly grindy game that a lot of us were playing and going oh god this is an awful lot of work they uh we got about two months in and went i'm not sure that's enough work (laughs) (laughs) so they made it harder and then they made crafting harder and then they made leveling harder and then they made uh the end game harder and then they made uh, picking up boxes, which was kind of part of the end game. Like the end boss of this game is boxes. Uh, okay, um, that makes sense for an Amazon game. 
<laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They're training uh, and you. what also makes sense is they keep moving them. So I suppose on that brand. Was on Prime. Yeah, on brand. Um, people basically were so fed up with the endgame content that instead of fighting all of the monsters that are in these endgame areas, they worked out ways where they could basically glitch the monster or run past it and get it stuck on a piece of staircase or something. Beautiful. And then they just pick up the chest that the monster was stood near and then go, yeah, fuck off, I'm off. And, and that was it. That's how everybody was playing the game. They, we call it ratting. Um, and so in, in almost every single patch that's come out since, they've ever so slightly moved all of these boxes like a meter in one direction or another to make it harder for you to con these monsters so you can pick these boxes up. This, this is what they're focusing their time on. Yeah. yeah, that's This so is what they're bad. focusing their time Priority on. Meanwhile, advice. the main endgame content, which is wars, 50 versus 50 people, which should be this glorious battle, yeah, are so laggy that it's like you're watching a PowerPoint presentation with angry swordsmen on the other side of it. Oh it is God. those servers, mate, they're going to be expensive for a little company like Amazon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, what they could do with is buying a cloud server <laughs> hosting company, mm. um, one that's big enough to host you know all of their all of their servers globally for all of this game that they're running Where and give them a really homes? easy way of scaling up to make sure that they get more power and they don't get any lag it's a shame they don't maybe they should talk to microsoft the microsoft have run out of money now though so <laughs> yeah. it's probably not going to help i don't yeah. think they've run out of money <laughs> that's that a beautiful transition <laughs> yeah i don't want to rant too much about new world anymore it's so difficult to explain if you are still interested in playing it do you know what it, don't listen to me it's not a huge amount of money it is still fun and it and you will not experience the majority of these frustrations until you've hit endgame and the the road from level one to level 60 the leveling up is really really good the game is beautiful it's got some amazing areas it's got some really cool enemies it's got some nice quests but not amazing don't worry about the storyline i don't even know what what has happened in this game (laughs) i've got zero clue whatsoever um but it's still a good game hopefully by the time you get to level 60 they fixed the problems or the game's gone away entirely. Either way, problem solved. Yeah. Um, but we spoke about Microsoft and we spoke about Microsoft potentially running out of money and maybe they'd be able to help out Amazon. But they've got other shit on their plate right now, right? They've bought Activision, Blizzard and King. I feel like King's just been tagged onto this. Like the, can- the Candy Crush people. Oh, right, okay. uh... Hold yeah, on so... to your seats, people. I know that this is the first you're hearing of this. Yeah. <laughs> it, it happened on January the 18th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we're right on the bleeding This is as quick as we can be with this news. Yeah, yes, they yeah, now yeah. own franchises such as WoW, uh, Diablo, Overwatch, yeah. um, Candy Crush, StarCraft, all those sort of games. But they spent a whopping 68.7 billion which is 95 dollars per share in all those companies 68.7 billion Get money that is more like a real than the gross domestic product of some countries yeah <laughs> that's that's snacking money for microsoft though yeah. let's be real they're How just like energy bills going to be next year i need me one of them video game places <laughs> yes that one that will do you there, starving child. How much would you like for this one video game company? In fact, I think this is a good point to remember. Microsoft did not approach Activision. Activision approached Microsoft. Yeah. Hello, giant overlord. Would one please. like to purchase one game, please? <laughs> we've we've been having a bit of a rough time with our um, the way we treat All people. All the sexisms, they're coming for <laughs> us, please. <laughs> please yeah. us. Oh, I yeah. was thinking it was the other way around, and I wanted it to be that Microsoft was sitting there going, hmm, which game company would piss off Sony the most? No, no. It's still well, delicious. 
I think they made a smart decision because Activision Blizzard, as we spoke about on a podcast that possibly never came out, have been going through some shit, right? Well, yeah. it's it's not that they're going through some shit. It's that the shit shit has been made public for a long time. Yeah. All right. So they were doing some shit. <laughs> yeah. Somebody saw them doing some shit and went, "Hang on, everybody, they believe the motherfuckers doing some shit." There were and no then... parties in the Activision headquarters. <laughs> no. no work events. So. So they obviously, they needed to do something. They had to deal with the problem. Um, they obviously decided that the only way to get the image back was going to be to do something drastic and, and selling looked like it was the drastic thing to do. Yes. This wouldn't have come about by surprise. I would imagine that they were probably on the verge of looking to sell anyway. But but doing it as quickly as possible and trying to salvage the brand is obviously something that they want to do. Now, Microsoft haven't stated one way or another whether any of the games that fall under the Activision brand are going to become platform exclusives, have they? And yet, Call of Duty is the only one that seems to have been mentioned that it's, it is going to just be Xbox only. And is that is that, is that being confirmed? No, that's kind of like a rumour that's going around at the minute, which, I mean, it would make sense. So that's kind of... Obviously, WoW's huge and StarCraft's massive in Asia and that sort of stuff, but Call of Duty, it's got a huge player base. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's universal. Yeah. So many people will go out, and that's that's one of the only... Like FIFA. Mm. Every year, people will buy the latest FIFA that's come out, and every yeah. year, people will buy the latest Call of Duty that's come mm. out. So it's an interesting move, because let's face it, what did Microsoft have? The Microsoft decided a while ago that for, that for all of their um, Tier 1 games, they were going to make them... Uh, part of the Microsoft platform. So yeah. every game that they brought out was going to come out on the Xbox and the PC simultaneously, and they'd be cross-buy. So you buy it on one, you own it on the other. It doesn't matter yeah. which one you're playing on. Absolutely great. Um, but really, what did Microsoft have? They had Gears of War. They had Halo. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> what, so what, what do you now, before also, we get to that, Activision Blizzard had 400 also. million monthly subscribers. That's like... If all of those sign up for the Game Pass, Microsoft made their money back in no time at all. Didn't like, they make 5.1 billion off of microtransactions last year as well? Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Like, the amount of money that's swilling around in the games industry. Honestly, yeah, it's it's massive. Um, and it's a really interesting acquisition, like fiscally as well, to the, to the nitty gritties. <laughs> because, and it's, it's huge, because Activision Blizzard was part of like the S&P 500, which is like you know that's not a, that's not small fry. Um, I know Microsoft is just this huge behemoth, but it's you know rather shocking. Um, and I think it's it's also a little bit horrifying because it's like, are we watching the the birth of Disney point two? Like, it, is it just going to be we're going to be living in this desolate wasteland, half Disney, half Microsoft? We'll just be battling like, oh, you know, which one will win as the overlords? How many dystopian future books did we have to read from the 80s and 90s not to realise that in the future, the world is run by corporations? We were told, we so. were warned, we were warned. And we know now for a fact that the world is going to be run essentially by um, Microsoft or whatever they decide to call themselves at, at that point, probably Amazon, Disney, the House of Mouse, <laughs> and then Huawei. Let's say Huawei. <laughs> who owns TikTok? <laughs> um, oh, I don't know who owns TikTok now. That might die. Vine died. TikTok yeah, would do oh, very yeah, well true. to remember that death. <laughs> yeah, TikTok. Vine was Watch very your back. Popular. <laughs> 
I, yeah, there's, I, do you know, <laughs> I never get worried, concerned or upset by any of these things. Now, that's probably because I, I'm not a console gamer. And I would imagine if you yeah. are a console gamer and you love Call of Duty or if you love Halo, because that's the next shot that got fired. Sony mm-hmm. went ahead and bought Bungie, who um, who are the, the people that made Halo previously. Um, and I th- there was a question mark, certainly in the articles that I read about who actually owns the IP for Halo now. Yes, it's Xbox. It's developed by Xbox Game Studios. Yeah. 343 three so, Industries. So. so Bungie are off. Now, what was the last thing that Bungie did? Was it Destiny 2? Destiny 2, yeah. They own yeah. That's the main thing that's gone. So what? They're not going to make Destiny 2 pl- platform specific now. It's too late. That yeah. ship has to say it. Like it's too big, yeah. So Destiny 3, okay? So Destiny 3 comes out, but Destiny 1 was platform specific. Mm. Yeah. And look what happened to that. Destiny 2 is the big is the big one, and that has been agnostic across platforms. So there is a possibility. Look, what, what have Microsoft gained with this? What have they got out of this deal? What games have they have they acquired as part of this? So the big ones are obviously World of Warcraft, Call of Duty. Call of Duty, yeah. Overwatch. Diablo's got Overwatch. a pretty big Overwatch. Diablo, yeah. Big and there's new Diablo games coming moment, out as well. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure some people are still got... playing Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah they've also got a new unannounced survival game coming out i think i read about that sometime they're like okay. working on something interesting and i'm like mm, what are they building in there <laughs> so then on top of this we've got bethesda yeah right mm, yeah so there's the bethesda question as well what's happening with bethesda so in my mind now all of a sudden you've got a company that is developing its own kind of virtual reality technology um, the, the HoloLens, and we don't know whether they're sticking with the idea of the HoloLens or whether they're moving to, um, you know, they, they're actually making VR. We don't know what they're going to do. They also bought a game which is the most popular self-driven, self-building game that's ever existed in the world. So they've got Minecraft. We know that they've been working on on my, pieces of Minecraft for the HoloLens, and yeah. they've been splitting out um, and, and doing other things for Minecraft as well. They now own Skyrim, or essentially they own the the um, I've forgotten the name. Um, the Elder Scrolls series. Yeah. They own um, Fallout. Yeah, <laughs> another open world and attempted to have a, a, a like a multiplayer version of it. Can I smell an MMO? Can I smell a virtual reality MMO? Is this what I'm seeing? Are we seeing Ready Player One? I think if you're going to see virtual reality come from any of these, it's going to be from uh, Sony because they're PSVR. Be in that market, aren't they? But it just feels yeah. like all of these, all of these different things: World of Warcraft, Diablo, all heard of these. Anything about the Hololens for a long? No, you just time. Don't, you haven't heard anything about it. But it, companies typically will buy. They'll they'll. I mean, Al will probably be able to put this in way better terms than me, but they buy companies based on their forecasted what yeah. they're going to be what they're going to be acquiring over the next amount of time and what is committed if people are in 12 of contracts if people are in whatever whatever what they've got in the process and what's that for what that's forecasted to get as well but they also buy them for their disruptions in, well disruptions and intellectual property rights and for their um patents yeah mm. now the library that microsoft have just acquired is going to have patents coming out of his ass they're going to be all over the place. What are they going to be able to do with all of those things? What have they now prevented other companies from doing because they own these patents because yeah. they have to license them out if other companies want to use them? 
there's a lot of questions coming out of this and this is way bigger than we want exclusives for xbox yeah. and and everybody seems to have boiled it down to that right a lot yeah, of people have gone microsoft wants these exclusives for xbox it can't be that there is no way that it could be a microsoft operates operated at a loss for a ridiculous amount of time when they brought out the xbox series x they're not in that area of it for the money they're in it for the licensing they're in it for the futures they're in it for the subscri- subscriptions because that's mm-hmm. what makes their their company more valuable so there's something else happening here something that is way bigger than making things platform exclusive and that's the bit I am excited about. That's the bit I mean, and that's the bit that people should be really fucking afraid of as well. If you're going to be afraid of anything, it's not that one console is going to have a game that you love over another. It's what are they doing? What's the bigger picture? Well, MMO, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, game, I, yeah, I think it would be good if they actually do go for the VR space because anything to stop the absolute grip that Facebook is trying to leverage over that area. Mm-hmm. Fine, I can forgive many sins for them to be like, you know what, go and go and fine. It'll be good. Imagine owning one of the biggest kids um, accessible self-content generating games that's ever existed. And also owning one of the, if not the largest first person shooter military games that's ever existed. Plus the definitive open world um, MMO the biggest MMO that's ever existed and the biggest single player RPG series, both in Elder Scrolls and in Fallout that have ever existed. Imagine having all of that power and not making VR games with them. It's the infinity gauntlet. There is, there is just this, they literally have the big ticket items for so many genres in their hand there's got to be something big. It just feels like there should be something big coming from them other than just making another sequel. Surely. Just, not convinced that uh, Microsoft are even interested in VR anymore. No, and you might be right. Yeah, maybe. You might be right. Because it maybe be so easy for them, especially with the Xbox Series X, to make that compatible with Oculus. You know, you, you could yeah. run... But... And that's fine too. Maybe they open it up. Maybe they make it so that other people's headsets work on their consoles. Maybe yeah. they use it simple. It all depends because that's that's the thing. It's like who who do you want your business to associate with? Like, are you feeding your competitors at that mm. point? Because um, who knows? They might be like, okay, well, there've been the people who have tried their hands at VR headsets. They might come out with a, a competitor now that they've got such a huge library of ips that they'd be like cool your vr is cute want to see what we got yeah because yeah. people will buy a console based on the games i've done it <laughs> you know uh when horizon zero dawn came out i was like give me one of those ps4s <laughs> my series x is ready for a, a vr attachment yeah. like it, the, the computer is there just you need to they just could 100% hardware, do it. It? Yeah. and it might not be vr Right. VR isn't I think VR has proven that it it was more it was something more than a niche. It was something more than a 3D TV. It was something that that challenged developers and challenged the game space and came up with new ideas and did something different, became accessible, became easily available within people's homes at a reasonable price. It's achieved a lot in a relatively small amount of time for a new piece of technology, but it's not blown the top off anything yet. I think it's right on the cusp of 
taking that next step. I think yeah. um, things are going to snowball from this year. Yeah, and this is and this is where you want to be positioned with all of those IPs. This Who's is this the, is the stuff with the instead of having people wear uh, peripherals, like projecting the VR space onto like the space. Who's doing mm-hmm. that? Because I've read about that. So Microsoft are kind of doing that with Hololens, but you do still have to wear something on your face. Um, But instead of you being within like an enclosed screen area, you've got this kind of glass that's in front of you where you can see the real world, but also see the virtual world that's being projected onto the onto the glass. So it's augmented reality because you can see both things at the same time. But it isn't it isn't proper VR. It's not as immersive as proper VR. Um, I've seen all kinds of things. I've seen the I've seen one where they were saying that they that they were directing like lasers to your eye and. And like so everybody la- wants that. laser oh, spraying right. images onto you, which is not eyes while that's, you're at that's it. That's what you want. We got you got old Elon Musk who's invented the Bluetooth brain. Oh. He's going <laughs> to yeah. stick a chip in you, and everybody was worried about Bill Gates. Exactly. Um, <laughs> there's going to be there. There will be some things coming. I'm def- there's definitely going to be some things coming, but it just feels like that this is not. What an exciting uh, time to be alive. I know. Tell me about it. By the time and the we fact... get to episode 100, we'll be able to talk about it. Yeah, well, by the time we get to episode 100, we'll be living in this virtual world <laughs> and we'll be able to do it in real life in the VR. Well, Ross, if you do get a, a quest, eventually we could all do a podcast in VR. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a basketball thing that. Can you Is still there? do the basketball thing in I'm VR? Sold. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're in VR. Like, now. I was there's like, oh, there's, I'm sure there's a there's a app that you can play basketball on rec room you can oh there you go rec yeah, yeah, in rec room, in rec room. Yeah. So, so to finish off on this unless you guys have got something else that you want to say the the next thing yes. oh you do okay one moment yeah but, what but, i'd really like to see sorry is no, no you go you go what, what do you like to see uh I, I want to see sony just go actually what we're gonna do <laughs> is make all our stuff platform agnostic but we don't know. Everything. We don't yet know that that's not Microsoft's plan. Mm. Yeah. We don't yet know that that's not what Microsoft are going to do. And 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 the the it, it it's because sense. it's because everybody has boiled this down because tea, right? Tea everywhere. There's just you can spill some shit and tea all over the place. That's what people want. Twitter. Oh, immediately as soon as it happened. Oh, they're going to make everything on their platform. Stop yeah. looking at the at the small. They might do that. They might. But this this it acquisition is. this acquisition cannot have been about that. It's more likely to be about Xbox Game Pass on the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah I think a lot of this is about that Game Pass. That's it's kind of far the- more likely to be about them extending that Game Pass to other platforms. Yeah. Xbox Game Pass on on Nintendo. Xbox Game Pass on. Uh, on PlayStation, Xbox Game Pass, on whatever the hell you want, you get to play all of these games, but you have to have our subscription in order to do it. Yeah. And, and you're tied in for 12 months or whatever it is. And now all of a sudden, look, they're a company that have got all of these cloud services. The owner's your, which is one of the largest cloud services things out there. They've already got Project X Cloud. They've already got the ability to stream these games to consoles and, and things that, can, that don't have the power to play them. I've been doing that. It, it works really well. It's not laggy. I like streaming games that I've ever played before. Yeah. So all of a sudden you could be looking at Microsoft anywhere. And that makes entirely more sense yeah. than them just cutting PlayStation out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm on board with that because um, before this all happened, Xbox didn't have the muscle to do something like that. They couldn't say to Sony, look, we want to put our 
Game Pass on your platform. Sony are saying, yeah. well, no, sorry, we don't want that. Right. But now Xbox own all the toys. Yeah. They can say to Sony, look, <laughs> if you want these games on your platform, fine. Yeah. But we're going to want a Game Pass on there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not unprecedented either. Because now all of a sudden the e the uh, the EA Game Pass the Origin Access or whatever it's called yeah. is purchasable through other platforms. You don't just buy that through EA directly anymore. You can get it on Steam. Yeah, hmm. you can get it. You can get it on Xbox. So the idea of a of a publisher selling a subscription service on somebody else's platform is not unusual now. People are doing it. So. Yeah, there's there's going to be wacky things happening off the back of this for sure, and I'm yeah, I'm not I'm not mad about any of it. It's yeah, all right. There is a scary side of it. Great big mega corporation owning something and, and potentially controlling people's access to to their enjoyment. But at the other side of it, the way that you could look at it is somebody who has got the right set of tools to deliver to as many people as possible, so that everybody gets to enjoy something because that tool set is so widespread have got the they've now they now own the rights to be able to deliver all that stuff maybe it could be a good thing maybe it could be a great thing could be. we don't know we, we don't know see. we don't just know finally, just finally on all that the guy that's going to be leading up the whole thing uh be working underneath phil spencer is a, is a man called matt booty i think we can all get on board with that <laughs> i'm all right with my booty <laughs> amazing I'm fine with what a name blessed <laughs> there we go <laughs> That's it. We've gone through that. Um, right. There's more games that we probably want to talk about, but, but we've gone kind of towards a newsy thing. We've spoken about some newsy things. Is, is there any other news? Has anything else happened that's worth talking about? There's the Bungie thing that we lightly touched on, but I'm not even sure what more we can say about that. There's much to that. Like Bungie don't do anything but Destiny, really. A couple of other things. I'm sure they do other things. I don't know what it is. It's just not a major thing, though. Like no. It, it was played me. off as this is the PlayStation's like retaliation, but it's not. It's just they've acquired a studio. But yeah. it, it happens all the time. Well, the other thing is, is that there's a Halo what TV show coming out now? How Are is we going to? Yeah. Are we going to start seeing uh, some maybe if Sony, if a company like Sony owns um, Bungie, are we going to start seeing maybe some Destiny TV shows or films or other media that are coming out of the IPs that they own? Yeah, possibly. I mean, Do I, don't, I don't really like Destiny. <laughs> Destiny's amazing. You take yeah. those words out of your mouth. <laughs> I can't stand it. It's so good. It's such a good game. All right, they okay. They own Myth. If anyone's interested in Myth. Myth? Yeah. What's it's Myth? The old puzzle game. Yeah. Myth. That was Myth. No, it's Myth. Myth? <laughs> yeah. yeah am, I being, am I being Marath- dense? Marathon Infinity and Minotaur, The Labyrinths of Crete. I mean, they all sound great. Such great games. I don't know what I don't know what any of those things are. <laughs> exactly. Okay, fine. PlayStation oh, exclusive now though. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. <laughs> really shit games in the late nineties. Yeah. Okay, cool. We're there. Nobody likes Bungie. Sodom. Yeah. I for one am absolutely on board with our new overlords. <laughs> I'm gonna put this out now very clearly so the algorithm can pick up my voice. In the future. When Microsoft owns the majority of the world, I was on board with it <laughs> from the very beginning. <laughs> there used to be an official Xbox podcast. There's not anymore. I'm happy. We we can sell out. We have yeah, got an Xbox podcast, right? Sponsor us. Yeah. I'm sure we've never said anything that would prob- probably get in the way of that. Zero of that penis deal. jokes. <laughs> Almost zero penis jokes. That should be the tagline. It won't take 68 billion either. 
I mean, it's like a big amount of money, obviously. We've got, ah, we've got, we've we've got all this talent in the room. Exactly. We've got to make sure that we're valued correctly. Lee <laughs> needs sell more heaters. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Lee needs more heaters. Elle I... needs her whole endocrine, endocrine system, system. Flushing yeah. out. No, yeah. I need new one. Let's, let's go. Yeah. Ross needs more of them bobbleheads that he's collecting. Yep. A leg for his missus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah a and a new leg, leg for his missus. Just get a new <laughs> missus. It's easier. Yeah, don't start augmenting them. It starts replacing them piece by piece. You're getting all kinds. Have you played Deus Ex? <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hang on. We were talking about new stuff. Can we just briefly touch on, like, some dudes have been getting, like, the AI girlfriend and then abusing her. And I'm just like, uh, this is just... Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. You no? are going to have to take a couple of steps back, right? Okay. You ran at me with that very fast and I didn't see it coming. Because you were like, oh, you just replaced your missus. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, but this all of a sudden we were into AI abuse, which we all know ends in Skynet. Uh, yeah, basically. That's, I, yeah, got, we're all going to get what, what's coming to us. Uh, let me have a look at this. Men are creating AI girlfriends, verbally abusing them and bragging about it on Reddit. Okay. I mean, in a, in a way, that's better than them doing it to real women. Yeah, but it's and like training wheels, like, right? This is like gate yeah, yeah. It's also training they, them. And also, the poor AI. I know they're not sentient, but at the same time, I can't help but feel bad. Yeah, the problem isn't that they're not sentient now. The problem is what they're going to do when they get They're going to remember. Exactly. It's like the yeah, robotics studios up. who, like, kick over the little poor dog robot who's just trying to he's just trying to do his job well the robot that they've made to deliver parcels and they fucking beat yeah. him with sticks leave him alone leave him alone <laughs> <laughs> you can see where it's going to go the problem that i have with this story is the problem that i have with a lot of stories which is the the beginning and the end on their own kind of makes sense but if you take out the middle the whole story falls apart so men are getting ai girlfriends yeah. get out the middle bragging about it on facebook <laughs> Right, so it doesn't matter what you do with that AI girlfriend. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. matter what you do with that AI girlfriend. Right, it's in the wrong. middle, you have lost your bragging rights at this point. You are yeah. not going to be bragging about whatever you did with this AI girlfriend because you had to make yourself an AI girlfriend. Go abuse a real woman, then you can brag about it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Do I mean, I feel like my generation are getting like far more savage. So, you know, I mean, if you want to roll that dice, that is why men don't live as long as women. Just saying. <laughs> what, Tell us to get us in the off. kitchen. That's where all the knives are. <laughs> yeah. It's deadly things in, in all walks of your life. Yeah, Wait, right. I, I, I don't, there's so much about this I just don't understand. Is there an app that gives you an AI girlfriend? Are they yeah, creating so it from the it's ground called, up? How are they? It's called Replica. Okay. It was created. It was created in 2017 by Eugenia Koida, who's a Russian app developer. Mm-hmm. After her best friend was killed in a hit-and-run car accident, the chatbot was meant to mem- memorialize them and to create a unique companion. And of course, of course, the cis white man <laughs> is uh, is using this poor AI companion for for abusive reasons uh some users are setting the relationship relationship status with the chatbot as romantic partner and engaging in what the real world would describe as domestic abuse so they are they basically doing what you used to do in the sims and just put them in a swimming pool and then take take the the ladder out oh my god 
So, for, for example, one Reddit user admitted that he alternated between being cruel and violent with his AI girlfriend, calling her a worthless whore and pretending to hit her and pull her hair, and then returning to beg for her forgiveness. Yeah, what is the like, mechanism within this app for you to hit them? It's like a window into someone's soul here. I'm just like, this, the data that could be mined from this app for good. I would imagine that it probably is already, but it's not being used for good. It's probably being used to sell them something else. It should, it should be the, used for good. I, I don't, there's so many, just so many questions. So many questions <laughs> about this entire thing. I don't understand. Why is there a mechanism within the app for you to hit the girlfriend? I feel like at a fundamental level, this is probably the developer's fault. Is it written? And it's just like, it's trying to, you know, is, when you're like you know talking how, to when, a chat bot and it's like, oh, I'm trying to see what, you, what you're doing. I'm trying to understand. You know, Maybe you know like, with most serial killers, at the end of it, they're like, well, you know, we didn't really notice it at the time, but all them cats went missing. Do you know what I mean? This is this is the neighbor's dog. I feel like it's a big red flag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like there is lessons to be learned here. Good yeah. grief. Get these guys some therapy. Just saying. Yeah. Maybe they okay. can do targeted ads. Okay, that, took a, that took a weird turn. Can this count as one of your weird games? <laughs> no, I got a weird one for you. No, weirder than that? Yeah. God, this is going to end up in female Skynet. I'm just going to get out there now. Microsoft, overlords, if you're listening to this, <laughs> female Skynet, which is worse than male Skynet. Yeah. I'm just it saying. We might, we might have to save any more weird games for next time, though, because we're about like, we a, running out of time? Because like an hour and a half almost. Lee's <laughs> <laughs> just sat there staring at his screen. Okay. <laughs> Dissociated. I don't want to get involved in this. No, no, no. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> I'll have to until my. Um, AI abusing subscription, if I... <laughs> oh no! Oh my good grief! Okay, look, Ross is probably right. We've got we don't want to blow our load on this podcast alone, but I do worry that all you've spoken about is a side-scrolling Guitar Hero game. Um, I've got um, Guardians of the Galaxy to talk about, but we'll do that next time because I'm still playing it. I've not finished it yet. Oh, okay, fine. Well, I've I've not finished New World, so I'm sure I'll be able to talk about that next time as well. <laughs> Brilliant. Every year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to get off that bandwagon at some point or off the wagon probably is a more accurate way of putting it, but I don't know when that's going to happen. Can okay. I offer up a weird game for people to potentially look at. Oh, hang on. Wait, this is against Ross's rules. Ross, are we no, allowed? Always. This? We can always have recommendations. Oh, okay. Fine, fine. Okay. Inscription. Inscription. I will not go into too much detail because it is an experience. So I would advise people not look at like oh gameplay or uh, guides. It is a deck building game, but it is very weird. Hey. The way that it is presented, it is uh, immaculately presented, might I add. Um, very immersive. Uh, it's one of those games which kind of uh, reads your files and can like do funky things in the game with it. Um, yeah, like fascinating, fascinating. Right, you have to take a couple of steps back again. Reads your files. Yeah. So it, it like reads files on your computer and then like incorporates them into the game. Yeah, in a way. Read some shit before I play this. I was going to say, <laughs> some of us may be playing this on an alternate machine. Uh, delete Busty Beauties 5. 
five. Well, yeah, yeah gotta, gotta have the classics. And all the previous <laughs> ones before that. Um, yeah, so things like your Steam friends, um, you get to choose a file to bring into the game. Okay. Um, it's honestly, it's such an interesting game, and I am. I would love to hear how the f they came up with any of oh, this. This is Devolver. Okay. It's wild. Okay. Absolutely wild. I'm try and play this and it's got a demo. Project. Imagine that, kids. A demo. It's, it's got a demo. I've already clicked okay. on the download button. It's off and away. For your weird game suggestions, I will provide. Thank you very much, Al. I mean, if you hadn't told me about that, I'd have been off to download Virtual Girlfriend. So this is probably... <laughs> This has probably uh, saved a whole mess of trouble on the next podcast. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> it's be really difficult. I've just downloaded that demo, so I need to go and play it now, which means we need to wrap up this podcast. Um, I've, as always, spoken far too much, but hopefully we're going to pair back on that next podcast because I am going to have only played the same game over and over and I won't <laughs> have anything else to talk about. If that fails, I'm just going to get really drunk and then hopefully I won't be able to slow my way through the whole thing. Lee, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Because you've not been able to talk about very much. Um, oh, I talked to quite a long time. Uh, you just weren't here. Um, <laughs> that's that's I, how I handle you talking, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I have a retraction to publish. A retraction yes. to publish? There's something that I need to take back. Yeah. Oh, Christ, we're not doing this, are we? I don't have enough time. What? Long no. That's <laughs> much more what serious than anything what you is said. It? Uh, in the, I think it was the last one. We, um, I was talking about uh, Atari 2600 consoles, and I said that it was the first console with um, uh, that was used cartridges. Right. Okay. Oh. No one's picked me up on it, so Educate no one's listened asleep. to it. I don't think oh, right. so. We're all right. We're kind of in the clear, but I just wanted, just in case somebody goes back and listens to it, the Fairchild Channel F was the first home console with cartridges. There you go. Nice. Right, okay. now, I, I feel like I've cleansed my soul. That has been bothering me since the last time we've <laughs> oh, no. It's good that we, as a as a podcast, we go back something. on things. We we self reflect when we realise we've done something wrong. We'll uh, we'll we'll issue a retraction. That being said, episode one hundred is going to be entirely end to end me uh, retracting most of the things that I said <laughs> in the entire preceding ninety nine episodes. Oh, no, um, I feel like I've probably got a lot to apologise for. That's what everything I've ever said. We've all said <laughs> none this of this podcast. We're gonna have to start with like we're gonna have to have a like a license agreement or something at the beginning of the podcast. This podcast is not responsible for anything any of us yeah. said and should will always be taken entirely with a pinch of salt. <laughs> Unless it's Lee, in which case I want you to scrutinize everything he says about retro <laughs> consoles and not call him me. upon it. Are you wearing two hats? I'm sorry, I've got to derail the podcast slightly here. Is that two hats or is that one hat with a weird one lip? Hat. One hat and a headphone. Yeah, okay, 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 that's fine. I'll let you off. I was going to call you out for wearing two hats then. Right. Remember what? I was going to call you out for wearing two oh, hats. I, you said I was going to call you out for wearing two. I'll type it to you. Right. I think we're done. Lee has issued his retraction. Ella's spoken about a weird game and a weird abuse simulator. Ross has spoken about a weird game. We've spoken about news. We haven't said anything about Nintendo. I've griped about an MMO that I by right should not be playing any longer. But I think that's it. That's us, right? We've hit all of the hit points. Yeah. And that's we're gonna we're gonna go. I would tell you 
uh, that Ready Player Two is going to be back and in your ears within the next week or two weeks. But at this point, you all know it's a lie. So I'm just going to tell you that we will be back at some point. We have proven time and time again that we have a complete inability to go away consistently. So we will we will be here again at some point soon, hopefully. See you in um, 2030. Yeah, everybody have a great Christmas. We appear when people need it most in the <laughs> darkest hour when like, hope is at its We're like a really level. shit Gordon Freeman. Yeah. I'm going to date stamp this. We record this on the 6th of February, 2022. Should be oh, in case. <laughs> this Should podcast be by 2023. will be released by by <laughs> latest the 12th of February, 2022. You're actually we're setting our own goals. Yep. Are we doing this oh my almost God. like a project goal setting thing? I have doing to edit this now before Saturday. You have so to I edit have it to before do it. that happens. Right. Yeah. Okay, fine. Are we going to do this during every podcast? We're going to yeah. set our own goals and do it vocally so <laughs> that we have no have choice to. but to follow The last one took six weeks to go on. Okay. Okay, fine. In, yeah. that, in that case, I'm going to throw another one in there. We are going to hit episode 100 this year. Ooh, <laughs> spicy. Right, wow. and everybody listening to this now on the 12th of February is going, that's, that's nah. stupid. We've got months and months to go of this year. You clearly have not listened to our back catalogue in real time. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, because I would imagine that most people who have listened to our back catalogue in real time have died of old age by now. If you start episode, <laughs> you start episode one, the day this was released, you'll you'll get up to the current episode in what twenty thirty one. Yeah, yeah. If you do it, if you do it nice. in real time, yeah. in the, in, leaving the correct gaps. Yeah, something. yeah. All right. You'll get bored doing it because yeah. there's a big gaps. long gaps. Leave, they'll be they'll be bored if they listen to it back to back. We don't. <laughs> it's just weird. We rambles. can't offer any promises of engagement at this point. Okay, we're going to call it a day. I mean, that's it. We can't talk about any more things or. or degrade ourselves too much longer because i'm going to feel bad about it okay thank you very much for listening to ready player two episode 90 help help 97 Eight. 98 we're definitely going to hit 100 this year then thank you very much for listening to ready player two episode 98 i have been rich you can find me on twitter at zeb when that's z-e-b-w-e-n lee has been i'm lee and i've been on twitter at zz lee zz and on youtube um more fun making it brilliant you sounded very confused at the beginning of that are you sure that's what you stick with uh, yeah I've, I've, I've been thinking of changing things up a bit and doing the other way around but um no it's just an age thing brilliant we? next podcast you could be something else entirely just google yeah. him just google him yeah. <laughs> ross has been i've been on the podcast and i'm ross bell underscore underscore on twitter ross i'm sorry ross bell underscore underscore yeah i changed that got rid of the numbers so you just put two underscores there instead oh, yeah someone will be thinking ross bell sometimes and l (laughs) help give me some consistency here l l has been awake for this podcast uh and you can find me throughout the interwebs at escaping irl you can find all of us on twitter at ready p2 um, and I mean, we used to have a website, wouldn't bother looking at that. We used to have Facebook, wouldn't bother looking at that either. And essentially, just come on Twitter, find us on there. You can find us on Spotify, right? Yeah, we're on there. We're on Spotify oh my as well. God. Um, yeah, exactly. But 
Uh, if Joe Rogan doesn't stop spreading COVID uh, misinformation, we're going to remove ourselves from there. <laughs> That'll yeah. really hit them. It's <laughs> the best podcast for that misinformation. If all of these, if all of these yeah. other artists haven't made the, made the picture so far, we are going to be the ones to tip it right over the edge. I'm just going to put that out there. Okay, you can find all of us. We are going to be back um, in the next few weeks, hopefully, with another episode. We're creeping ever closer to episode 100. Thank you very much for sticking with us and listening to us ramble yet again. We have been Ready Player Two. Good night. Bye. Bye. It's just like, ah, uh, yes, the consistency that you can rely on. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a podcast, <laughs> and then a pandemic happened, and yeah, we were pandemic. really shit at using yeah. all that extra time that we had to record a podcast. The end. We could do that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we're 13 months away from um, being doing this for 10 years. Really? March 26, 2013 shit. was our first podcast. <laughs> That even sounds like a long time to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> when your lifespan is ranged in millennia, yeah. <laughs> the blink of an eye. Yeah, decades, uh, decades of a whisper. I, don't, I feel bad using Elle's intro now. Oh no, you 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 do it. I can be the mastermind. You can be the talent. It's all good. <laughs> I'm neither of those things. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a podcast, and we're really, really sorry. But we're back again. No, that was awful. That, that was awful. That was so bad. I'm so sorry. Unkillable. It's fine. No, we, no, no. I'm doing we're that warming again. it up. We're warming I'm doing it that up. Again. I'm doing that again. I don't even know. Take, take a run up. Yeah. Take yeah. a run up. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. I mean, this is all staying in. <laughs> just at the end. The bins. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I, I just had to run just then because my, one of my cats threw up on Eli's bed. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nice. <laughs> Smelt like people sick, too. Uh, oh. Not what you need. No, not at all.